Welcome to an exploration of what it's like being queer here at McPherson College. Today, I have Jean McKinney Chance here with me. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. So like major, maybe where you're from, how you identify, all the basics. Oh, okay. Um, one of those is a pretty loaded question. Um, <laughs> it is, yes. Yes. Uh, my major, theater and studio art currently. I'm from KC, like South KC. What do, how do I identify? Okay, I identify as transmasculine. I use he, they pronouns, and I'm gay, I guess. I don't know. For those listening, Gene is my best friend, and I've known him for a long time because I'm also from Kansas City. Uh, I use they, them pronouns. My name's Asher. I don't know if I introduced myself, but there you go. So what brought you to McPherson College? My high school theater teacher, um, Mr. Mahana, he went here. He graduated, and I pursued theater instead of pursuing art first, but then I added on a double major, which I thought was a good idea. Don't know why. Okay, but your artwork's incredible. Okay, um, people say that. I do have a heavy-hitting question. Okay. When did you realize you were queer? Are you talking about the first time I realized that I was like, because there, there's like different points. Yeah. So like... Let's start with your trans journey before trans your... Journey. Okay, so... Sexuality. Fun facts. So when I was about like, I want to say around like eight or nine, I don't remember what grade I was in, I was around that age though, and um... We were at the 7-Eleven, like, by my house, whatever. And the person who worked there at the time was a trans woman, like, an obvious, like, trans woman. Mm -hmm. um, and when I, when me and my friend, because I was with my friend and her mom, and um, we were asking about the lady who was, you know, checking us out at the 7-Eleven. And when we got back in the car, she was like, oh, she's a boy who wants to be a girl. Like, that's how oh. I was explaining. This was early 2000s, by the way. Yeah, okay. So, like... They didn't, like, have proper terminology. They didn't know they could be canceled. Like, it's all that. I don't even think Twitter was popping off. And she was like, oh, um... And I don't even know if she used the right pronouns. She either said she or he. I don't remember. Boy that wants to be a girl. Yeah, that. Okay. And I thought in my head, in my little my little head, I was like, man, I wish I could be a boy. Because at that point, I didn't think it was an option. And even though it's presented to me as, like, a different one but flipped, I'm like, well, that's the only other option. <laughs> I wasn't thinking, like, oh, it can be the, the other way. There was a lot of other times, like, my sexuality has always been, like, very fluid. I, I kind of always knew I was, like, a little... Mm. Slight context. Jean was raised with two AMAB siblings. I was. Also, fun facts, um, to add on to that, with all my extended family, I was, like, the only girl. Okay. At the time. So I was the only niece, only granddaughter, only yeah. anything. Um, and I grew up around a bunch of men. Fifth grade, I was like more tomboy, so I was more leaning into like, okay, I'm gonna stop like putting on a facade like that I like all these girly things because I would do it, yeah, for mostly my parents because they said it was right, but I didn't really mess with it all that much. Um, like I didn't really care for Barbie, however, Lilith's Pet Shops was my thing, and I'm not ashamed of it, I don't care. No, yeah, I didn't. And um, I was able to come across some videos about like trans men and like everything like that, and that's how I got opened up into it. And when I was around, like, 12, which was in fifth grade, because I was a little older than everybody else, but, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I realized I was, like, oh, like, I'm trans, but, like, at the time, you saw a lot of fear-mongering about it, so I was seeing that these people are monsters, like, they're mentally ill, like, yeah. like all that, like, bad. And so I repressed that until I was about 14. Okay. So middle school. Yeah. Like, seventh grade. That's yeah. when I came out. That's when you came out? Yeah. And you came out using what pronouns? Um, if you don't mind me asking him at the time okay um i came out to my mom in a letter which i regret oh um because i was reading online on how to do it yeah people were like oh you know a letter a letter could be good and i was like oh right yeah cool 
And I came out to my mom first. My mom was the first person I came out to. I did not even tell my friends. Yeah. But I did tell my friends right after I told my mom, after it didn't go well. Um, because um, I wrote it to her. She read it and then proceeded to say nothing. So I texted her from my room. And oh. I was like, did you read my letter? And she's like, mm. Like, it, it was not well. Like, nothing was good. After that, like, family just really went downhill. Um, yeah. Because I went from being, like, the sort of, like... I was kind of, like, the favorite or, like, the golden child, as you would say. Yeah. I was really good in school. Like, I was doing real well. Um, not mentally, but, I, you know, I was doing well academically. Academically. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And after that, like, it didn't matter what I did. Nothing mattered what I did. Yeah. There was always something. hmm Over you. Yeah. That sucks. I'm sorry. No, yeah. Now, coming to Mac, you're 22 now. You're into your third year here at Mac. What would you say has been your experience here as a trans mask person on this campus? Like the good and the bad? Or... Yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. Okay, so we'll start off like freshman year. I'll go by like years chronologically. So the freshman year, before I got here, I was sending emails. Like I was harassing housing, okay? Like it, I, I don't know how they let me on campus after how many emails I sent them being like, hey, I'm trans like, and I want a room because I was wanting to room with you. Yeah. Because that's the safe person I knew when I'm in the middle of Kansas. Like, I have to be worried about my safety. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, we don't know. Because at the time, they were calling you a girl. Yeah. As the time, True. As it was going. Um, that's how I identified at the time. So, yeah. yeah. And so they were like, we don't know. Like, we just don't mix genders or whatever. And I was like, and then they wanted approval. So, like, we got that all done. Yeah. We got like it taken you. care of. Yeah, we got it taken care of. But they were really about to put me in, like, mets or dots with, like, another cis man. Which... It's fine for, like, the trans men who are comfortable with that, but with me, I don't know the person. Yeah. That can be a really dangerous situation for someone who's AFAB. Like, yeah. And that could be an extremely, like, dangerous situation. Like, I love the idea of being like, oh, you identify as mask or man, so let's put you in a male-dominant dorm or in a co-ed dorm. Love that ideology. But a person who's AFAB who may not be comfortable with the cis man of the room, that's kind of scary. You no, know? Yeah, especially with, like, the public showers and everything like that. Like, yeah. I, so, I'm going to derail a little bit because this That's also fine. relates to, like, why that was scaring me. Yeah. Because when I went to, um, it was MFAA, which is, like, Missouri Fine Arts Academy, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. It was in Missouri State. They sponsored it. I went, like, my junior year of high school. Okay. I was on a male floor. I had a room to myself. But I had to strategically pick my showers because I did not want to shower at the same time another guy was in there. Because, um... Even though I had some friends there, and, like, I don't think any of the guys were going to do anything to me. I was still scared. I have that, like, it's wired in me to be scared. Yeah. If, like, an, something like that is, hap- is like, you know, going on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's rough. Um, But my freshman year, I think it went pretty well, except when I got on campus, they had my wrong name on there, which I understand maybe for, like, safety reasons it was like that, or maybe just because they didn't change it or whatever. But again, I had to send so many emails to, like, teachers and mm-hmm. everything, just to, like, make sure they were using the right pronouns. Some were cool with it, some ignored my email, <laughs> and I was like, word, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that happened. That was most of, like, freshman year. Like, it was pretty decent. Sophomore year, so the next year, during my freshman year, we presented the thing of gender-neutral housing because my situation sparked a whole new thing mm-hmm. of, like, we need gender-neutral housing, like, safe housing for, like, trans individuals. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then we got harder next year, which we were trying to convert into, like, gender-neutral housing. But, like, we did that. It was pretty good. I liked living in harder. Um, 
And then we have this year now, um, mm-hmm. pretty good. We have a whole house True. for all of us now, which is great. I mean, it's not housing like every gay person, but like. It's housing quite a few specifically like trans individuals. No, though. yeah. And it's pretty good. Like it, there's like a whole trans culture there. And like there's so many, there's so much community within the house. Yeah. That I think a house was better than harder. Yeah. As a choice. Because like a harder, you can like live in your separate apartments and like not ignore each other and be like. Yeah, we're together, but we're not together. Yeah. Type of thing. And I feel like with the house, you're forced to, like, have that community. You're forced to have those conversations. You're forced to, like, do all the things. Yeah. And it's good. Like, the culture's great. The community's great. It's fantastic. Now, do I wish my house wasn't as jank when I got here? Yes. <laughs> um, sorry, I will complain about that openly. It was jank. The AC didn't work. The heat still don't work. I know. I made a maintenance request for it. Yeah, it's good. I'm working on that one. Sorry. Yeah, but I do like the idea of the house. I like it. However, I did not, and this is my backhand, I did not like that we did not take safety into yeah. account. Because we already had issues. We had issues, like, basically out the gate of, like, people trying to, like, get in and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it was awful. Like, that was scary. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to elaborate on what that is for those who don't know what happened with the house? Okay, so... Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> so when we first got into this house, we all moved in. We were having a great, like, couple weeks, you know, like, just really settling in, going to our classes. Like, we were doing well. Yeah. And then, oh. oh it got kind of bad. Got kind of bad. No, it got real, real bad. I was not doing okay. My my grades have fallen. I've still been trying to pick them back up because of this shit. So we would hear noises, like, throughout the night. And it normally wasn't as bad. Like, it wasn't, like, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., like, whatever. And normally I'm up at those hours anyway. Like, I'm not going to act like I'm not already awake. Because <laughs> I know I'm already awake. I don't go to bed till like, 2. Yeah, at, at least. At least. And we would hear, like, these knocks around, like, 11, 10, and we're like, what was that? And, you know, we would, like, kind of, like, look around, like, just from inside the house. Because I'm not stepping outside if I hear a noise. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. Um, it's not safe to do no, that. No, it's not. I'm also not that type of white person. Um, I'm not ready to investigate new noises. Fair. <laughs> if I hear a new noise that I don't know, either I didn't hear it or I'm walking away. There's only two options. I'm not investigating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, And so, you know, it was like that for a while. Um, And then we started hearing noises like around later and later. Like it started getting later. Mm-hmm. And we'd hear noises. We even saw like a person one time. I had to call the cops. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, I started sleeping downstairs. And, you know, some people may think, oh, that's crazy. Like, whatever. I'm going to be so real with you. If someone had actually came through the door, um, someone needed to be down there. Because if we're all upstairs, everyone's trapped up there. And yeah. whatever happens to us happens. Because at that point. Like, also, then it's kind of more of a sneak attack rather than having someone downstairs. No, yeah. And I wake up at, like, the slightest bit of noise. So I knew sleeping down there would be great. Now, was it that comfy? I mean, it was, but, like, my back still kind of hurt. So whatever. Yeah. Um, but I would lose sleep. I would stay up till like, when I went, like, I go to bed from, like, 1 to 2. Um, now I was going to bed like three to four and that got, when it got later, like, like later when it was getting real bad after I called the cops, it went four to five. Yeah. I was going to bed. Like, that's ridiculous. And it's only because I literally could not keep my eyes open. I was passing out. No. Yeah. Um, it was not good. And so literally, and I was crying with my roommate at the time because another roommate was sleeping down there with me because we were both doing it now because after they realized what I was doing, they were doing it. Um, which is crazy because they're a freshman. Um, yeah. I didn't expect them to do that. I didn't need them to either. That was great. But, like, you know, you got glasses. <laughs> um, And, you know, we were all down there. And we literally both cried about this because our safety was at stake. We thought, what if someone comes in here and what if they try and kill us? Like, what are we going to do? Because, respectfully, 
the college doesn't allow you to like protect your ground like that. And we all know that. Yeah. Like we all know weapons aren't allowed. Like it's all of that. So I'm having to use like makeshift things. I'm like over here. I'm like, I'm ready to throw a recliner. Um, <laughs> the box fan was threatened multiple the times. The box fan was threatened multiple times. My metal fan was threatened multiple times. Um, a lot of it. Like I was just looking around and like we were making jokes about what we would throw, but like I was being like half genuine. Like I yeah. would throw some, like the TV's gone. Yeah. We're losing it. It was free 99 when we got it. So like whatever, we're not, it's not really that big of a loss. Yeah, true. But like it was not good. And like we literally went to Hannah and we like we cried like about it too, mm-hmm. and but she wasn't there so we cried to Ashley, <laughs> and then Ashley filed a report and I was like we need these cameras we need them now or I'm not gonna be able to sleep, yeah and everyone went to act like I was crazy, who was acting like you were crazy? I swear to God Hannah was acting like I was crazy bro, I swear she was acting she was like she wasn't she was like you need to stop giving Jean caffeine, well that probably also was not helping you. No yeah it wasn't but like I thought our house was being threatened. <laughs> I thought someone was going to get in. Okay, so after some instant reports, like, being filed and having to call the police, we got cameras. Yeah. And it's been smooth sailing since. Mm -hmm. Right? We haven't had... Well, honestly, after, like, the police were called, we stopped. That stopped completely. Yeah. Because I think whoever was doing it realized we aren't... And, you know, whatever, I'm going to be a little vulgar here. We weren't fucking around. Like, I wasn't either, because I was like, I'll call them again. I'll call them five times over. Do not make me do it. Yeah. And... Um, after that, I didn't really hear any noises because, like, we had called the cops. I think they stopped after that. I think that really scared them. Yeah. Um, and now we have the ring cameras, which are pretty good. Like, we got, we got some cameras going Mm -hmm. pretty good for us. Um, and I haven't really heard anything. Um, it's been pretty good so far. Yeah. I've been getting sleep, so. (laughs) With all of that being said, and thank you for an in-depth year by year on how transness has gone for you here at Mac. (laughs) What would you say is something that you would want McPherson to fix? Specifically related to trans residents, trans students, and those conversations. Oh, I have, oh, I got a thing on this. Okay. So, the thing about this, and I'm going to bring up Missouri State again. So, I'm not saying they're the pinnacle of, like, you know, being accepted of the gays, because they're really not. I've been there, like, whatever. Um, But Mac, I think what they could adopt is they had, like, a whole, like, LGBT support system at yeah. Missouri State. They have a whole thing like that. And I think that's really cool. In like, th- I'm not sure how it is in practice right now because I, I didn't look too much into that. But in theory, that sounds really good to like actually have people that are like there specifically for like trans and queer residents to like have their back because yeah. that's what they need. And I'm going to say this, like when we do like first orientations and stuff like that, like I think it really needs to be, someone really needs to be on the Okay, who coming here um, goes by a different name? Yeah. But who needs their legal name on their thing? Because that's also a safety issue if they're not to to their family. And I do have to say, in the past two years, like, after you got here, we have gotten better. Like, um, we have, like, new things that can be put into place where, like, names can be changed on Bulldog Connect and your email and those kind of things. But at the same time of, like, when you get on campus, do we need to use... Um, your birth name for your safety. Mm-hmm. That's a very big conversation that we're having in the RA world, but it's not, I don't believe it's something that's being said over everyone, which I think definitely needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I think we need more people of color, more trans people, and more women. Yeah, we just, we need more people to be represented because 
if we're going to be a liberal arts college, which we are, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we got to represent everybody who's in the liberal arts and not just the people who are in the other liberal art, which is AR. Yeah, true. And it's a big chunk. It's where our big, it's where our big buck come from. I understand that. I get that. Get your money. Um, no, yeah. Get your bag. But respectfully, don't ignore the people in Hess. Um, Real. Okay. We're going to end on a positive note. What is something that Mac has done that you, as a trans person, have been like, this has helped f- make you feel safe, make you feel wanted, something along those lines here at McPherson College? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> that's really hard because I feel... And I know we're trying to end on a positive note, but I'm really going to be like, like, Mac is very much baby steps. Mm-hmm. Um, baby steps where it shouldn't be. Um, yeah. Because if we're talking about representing a bunch of people, like, and doing the thing, and, like, making you feel safe or whatever, um, we have not taken the proper, like, big boy steps to do that. Yeah. Um, now the one thing I will say is good is I think the house, I think that is a good thing. I think that is a good thing that is good community. Mm-hmm. But... And I know we said positive note, and I'm sorry, but I wanted to interject. It's just a lot of it was not really thought all the way through. Yeah. It's like a half-baked idea. Like, in theory, like, a lot of this stuff in theory is, like, really, really good. But then when they do it in practice and they don't, like, tie all their loose ends together, it, like, falls apart. Yeah. However, the house, house is good, house is good, builds great community. We need to do more of stuff like that. Yeah. And I would say even up at Therese Hall's. Mm-hmm. Because, like... At some point, because if we're wanting to get as big as we're getting and we're getting bigger, like, we're growing as a school. We are. We are going to need to build more res halls. And I think we should, like, have, like, maybe, like, some themed res halls, if you will. Yeah. I'd even possibly propose the idea of having a queer floor. No, yeah. I think that would be really cool. I think that would be cool. Because I... Or even just, like, a small... Like, you know how big Harder is? Yeah. Kind of like that, but where it's all connected. Mm -hmm. Like, it's as big as Harder... But that is the queer, like, living space. Yeah. I agree. I also, with that idea, you pay more to live in the houses. Mm -hmm. And you have to reduce your meal plan for it to balance out. But even then, if you have freshmen coming in, they don't know how to cook the way they need to. No, they don't. (laughs) Freshmen don't know how to take care of themselves the way they should. Um, And to be so for real, you don't really start, like learning how to do those things until probably junior and senior year for the most part some some you know some people already come with that yeah some people come with it It depends on how they were raised and all that but we have seen yeah that not everyone is like the most prepared yeah and like obviously it's gonna shock me because i came from a background where like i had to do everything like i had to like raise my siblings basically Mm -hmm. so like whatever um but i've I've been baffled about how many freshmen I've seen just like even my freshmore, my, my freshmore, <laughs> my freshman through like to my junior year, like through all those years, I have seen people that have baffled me. Yeah. And I'm like, younger you and older. Yeah. No, yeah. Younger and older. Like even older people. I'm like, how do you, yeah. you're like a senior. How do you not know this? <laughs> yeah. So I do think it'd be really cool to see in the future if we could get instead of one house or maybe expanding to multiple houses, but also, like, seeing if we could actually get a res hall. Or no, at least yeah. a floor. I think, I think, like, a, I think a res hall would be good. Like, especially if they're, like, building more buildings. Like, yeah, that'd be true. good. Um, because, like, they do it at other colleges, too. They, like, have, like, a whole, like, themed res hall thing. They do. Going on. And it's, like, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on my podcast. You're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I had a blast talking with you.